Okay. Well, what an amazing and in-depth introductory podcast we had today. Well, with all that we covered with our Zodiac, I think our audience might know us pretty darn well. Yeah. I'd say (laughs) way too well, too well. But I think I, I came up with a question that maybe we could end this on a more Yes. Educational note. Yes. Yes. Um, Like, he's into, like, not us, you know. Okay. Um, My question was, what did you want to be growing up? And apart from that, what led you to want to major in this now? So whoever wants to go first. I got it. So when I was, was growing up, I was super into That's So Raven. That was my show. And in the third season of That's So Raven, she pursues fashion design. And so I was like, oh, my God, I could be a fashion designer just like Raven. And so I would go like I had my little like sketchbook and they were just like drawings with like color pencils and crayons. I was like seven or eight years old. And then I would go whenever my dad needed to go to Home Depot you know, like the paint section where like they have all of like the little, like all the colors, I would literally just go and like, just like grab all the colors that I wanted. And then I would just like paste them into my, my little sketchbook. I'm like, this is the color scheme I want. And then I had my little lawyer era when I was um, in middle school. And then I was like, oh, law school, I'm not feeling that. And then I kind of like navigated my way into knowing that writing is one of my passions. And I knew that it was something that I was good at and something that I could see myself doing for the rest of my life and not wanting to unalive myself. And so, yeah, I think journalism was the path for me. And I forgot to mention that I'm also double majoring in journalism and Chicano and Latino studies. So that's kind of where Diga en Español comes into play. Um, I will go next then. Um, so growing up, I come from a lineage of teachers. So I wanted to be a teacher because my mom was a teacher. My grandma was a teacher. Well, my mom is a teacher. My grandma was a teacher and my Nina is a teacher. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'll be a teacher. And then I realized the salary pay and I was like, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, And then I realized how like gruesome kids could be. And I was like, no. Um, But I think what really got started. So when I was a kid, I always loved fashion. I used to watch What Not to Wear, which like looking back, it aged like milk. Um, It's low-key very problematic. It's it's not a good show. But when I was like 10, I ate it up. I was like, this is it. Yeah, Kelly, tell them not to wear those pants. Um, And then I watched devil wears prada like a hundred times when it came out um i was like oh yeah which controversial opinion the villain of that story are her friends and her uh, boyfriend those boyfriends are- mm. mm-hmm. don't get me started on the boyfriend the boyfriend and the friends or the villain anyways so i was always really into fashion so i kind of was like how do i get into the fashion industry and then in high school i got really involved in journalism like unlike ironically I didn't know it was like journalism but I was like okay I got into like yearbook I was like yearbook they had me doing all the fashion spreads and then they had me as well doing my own show I had a show that would broadcast on like the school news and it was called something like Viking Vogue it was called Viking Vogue because our mascot was the Viking and I did like fashion segments each week 
about talking about different fashion stuff. So I was like, and I was like, what am I doing? What is this? I didn't really know what it was called. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is like journalism. So I was like, okay, I really like this. Um, I do love writing, but I love writing creatively for myself. So I do, I love multimedia aspect of journalism. That's why I got into the fashion, I mean, social media side. So I was like, I could do a lot of these multimedia stories through social media. And I love social media. I do my social media also for my own stuff, my own like personal account. So I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I know how to work this. This is my like playing field, you know? I know how everything goes. So like, let me really indulge myself in this. And then I've always loved magazines and I really love my culture, my community. So that's how I ended up in digging as my I was like, how can I give back doing something I love? And I came here. Okay, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, so growing up, I remember when I was really young, I wanted to be like a princess, of course, like when I was a baby, like really little. But as I got like older, I think at eight, I wanted to be a surgeon. But then ironically throughout the whole time it's because oh you know those shows on tlc that would be like oh like the er type shows and it's like the really crazy cases that come into the yeah i would watch those with my dad um but throughout the whole time like in the back of my mind that was like you know something i always wanted to do but i was like but i always want to be like demi lovato selena gomez i always wanted to be like an artist or like on disney channel or something like that um, but as I got older, I realized that wasn't going to happen. So um, my passion was always like music, like Brenda. And I remember I learned guitar in seventh grade. And from then on, I was just like kept practicing and practicing. And in like I, like middle school, I, I like won the talent show like two years in a row. And like I always stayed involved in music because once I went to high school, I was still like I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um when I was in high school, I just always knew I wanted to do something in music and I was in marching band and I played the saxophone, the tenor sax. And I did that all four years of high school. I ended up being section leader and um, basically like a secretary for like my band director. But I always wanted to do music and I still did like the talent stuff that we had at school, but I wasn't as passionate about it because unfortunately I had an ex that, you know, made me hate my passion because, you know, how toxicals works. But um you know, as once I graduated, I got back into it. But then once the pandemic happened, I got depressed, just like, you know, being in my own space. And I eventually stopped, but I still play guitar here and there. And I love to sing. But once I was in high school, ironically, my freshman year, I was watching Batman versus Superman. And I saw Lois Lane. And I was like, see, I want to do something journalism, but I don't want to be like Lois Lane, like in a cubicle. And so I don't want to be like that. And then because I'm also emo, <laughs> I would go to Warp Tour every year. Um, there was a magazine called Alternative Press, which covers like emo bands, like uh, metalcore, metal um, rock, those type of bands. It's like Bring Me the Horizon, My Chemical Romance, um, Pierce the Veil, Sabine with Sirens, all of those bands. And I like, that was my favorite thing. And I, once I got into that, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to work for something like that. And so once I transferred out, I remember I, there was a time during the pandemic, I was like, do I want to do journalism? but I love to dye my hair and do my own makeup. What if I do cosmetology? But once I got into my community college's um, newspaper, I was like, no, this is something I really like to do. And I ended up, um, I was editing pages, writing stories, doing reviews, reviewing movies, reviewing TV shows, reviewing um, albums and stuff like that. And I just fell in love with it. And so like um, last semester, when I initially interviewed Tomas, the guy from NHJ today, I was like, you know, this really cemented because Rolling Stone is always going to be my goal. But 
my overall goal is to surpass that and hopefully create my own magazine of some sort. So that's kind of what led me to it. And I've always loved to write. I used to love English. I love to read. And, um, you know, I was like, how can I combine that? And then once I realized Alternative Press, Rolling Stone and all those type of publications, that's when I was like, OK, I want to do this because if I can't be involved in music, like as personally as an artist, I want to be a writer or interviewing those that I love and have inspired me to do this, you know. And overall, I would say like music and like writing and like all of that in combination as well as being empowered by myself has like saved me from like dark moments and stuff. So it's needless to say, I'm very proud of where I'm at right now because I definitely don't know where I'd be if it wasn't for music and writing and self-expression and being able to grow from what I used to be to what I am now. Sorry to get a little sappy, but is this the truth? <laughs> I love that now. That's so good. So well said. Um, but yeah, for me, I think I remember the first thing I ever wanted to be was an inventor. What that implied, what I wanted to invent, no idea. I like to say I kind of did. Now I invent stories, not in journalism, in my fiction that I write. <laughs> I'm going to be a Stephen Glass over here. Um, yeah, Phineas and Ferb. See, yeah, that could have been. But anyway, no, um, that was just like in kindergarten. And then once I hit first grade and I, once I learned how to read, I was like, oh, I want to tell my own stories. And so since first grade, I've been like, okay, I want to be a writer. But um, growing up, it's it's like, I want to be an author. Like I want to write fiction. I want to write a novel, stuff like that. And it was until I got to high school and it was like my junior year and I took a journalism class. I was like, oh, because I... Since I wanted to be a writer, I was like, okay, once I get to college, I'm going to be an English major. And one of those jobs that like you can get with an English degree or like other writer jobs would always be journalism and like to be a journalist. I just never knew what that was essentially. Right. And so I took that class and I was already interested in it. And then I discovered like what it actually was. And I just loved it. I love talking to people. Um, I like that type of writing, like just telling other people's stories. I think it's so great. And I have social anxiety, which I'm like, why did I do it to myself? But it's just, I think since I have that, once I actually get out of my comfort zone and talk to people, it's just like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm doing that. Um, but yeah, I just, I really like journalism. Um, but also at the same time that I was starting to love journalism, I was, I was always like, I'm going to expose myself to look such a nerd. I was always like the second teacher in the classroom. And like my classmates would ask me stuff and I'd be like, oh yeah, like, like I would make sure I understood what the teacher was saying so then I could explain it in a better way. So like my friends would get it. And so I was like, dang, like that would be good. Like I do, like, I was like, okay, so maybe I'll be a teacher. And senior year was hard because I was trying to make a choice. I was like, do I want to major in journalism? Do I want to major in English education? Um, right? Okay. Um, and so I was like, okay, like I was going to minor in journalism and just major in English education, but I just love both too much. I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. It's, I just got to stay organized, plan everything, but yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Do you want to go next, Anasasi? 
I went first. You went first. I'm so sorry. Girl, I was like, you, you're next. <laughs> I was like, babe, understand. I I anyone else? Sorry. It's I'm... Brenda's bedtime. It's yeah. Bedtime. Yeah. The yeah, is to... coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I have to go to Bakersfield and be there at 8 a.m. tomorrow. So I have to oh, like, no. Oh, no. Lagging sleep. No. Very sorry. I even forgot which semester we were in at the beginning. Of the oh. <laughs> like, well. <laughs> I always think about that a little bit too much. Like I second guess myself. <laughs> you're you're all good, but um, I'm sorry, I forgot the question. Um, what did you want to be when you were little, and then what got you to where you are now? Like you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when I was little, I didn't necessarily. That was like what kind of scared me. Everyone knew what they wanted to be. I had no idea. And I was scared because I never really did. I never had an idea. And even up to the end of high school, when we had to choose a major, I was like, well, shoot, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm a good, I'm good at a lot of things, but specifically don't know what, but I did realize that I always had a love for like movies and film, like music, of course, too, but I never thought to consider that. I only um, considered what I was already good at. And for that, it was just knowing pop culture, being interested in how um, filming was made. And so that's when I realized that, well, I wanted to be at the source of that and how I already had a history of event planning and being really good at that. I went into public relations um, also because I have an aunt who's in marketing communications and just her talking about what she did. It just, it just felt like it fit with me. And so that's why I ended up choosing public relations. But once the pandemic hit and I had to go back home to my hometown and I got to know myself a little bit better, I realized that what I was truly passionate about was like music entertainment and performance because that's what I always genuinely loved but because I didn't feel like I had those skill sets I never considered it for myself but um with a lot of experiences that I had during the pandemic I realized like hey you know like you only live once might as well live your own way rather than following the path that others set for you so I'm going to continue with a career I already had planned, which is, you know, to be behind the scenes, like set up the events and like handle the contracts with the people. And I was, I've always been good, I guess, somewhat at handling crises. I don't know if I said that right, but it was just, it's just a situation that I like, I don't know. I I like being in the middle of a storm. I'm, I'm used to it. I, I guess it's, it's my kind of thing. Um, and so I'm going to continue with that because, um, I want something stable first. Like, yeah, I'm going to go after my dreams, but I'm at the same time, not going to make that my number one, like first and foremost, solid foundation first. And then, so in the meantime, um, while I'm going hard at getting ahead in this type of career, I'm also working behind the scenes on like my music, but I usually just keep that to myself until I get at least somewhat decent with it. Cause I want to give people, quality you know so I'm, I just started learning I play the guitar the piano and I sing and I'm always up to dance but currently 
that's where I'm at now with my career. And yeah, with, with dig, I just found it because I've always, I've always loved my community, um, helping out my community, um, as a Latina has always been my top priority since I was a kid. And so, um, I wanted to be a part of that and dig in Espanol was right there. So I figured why not? Well, I'm at college might as well start somewhere, but yeah, that's, that's how we got here. <laughs> but I love that we all come from like different things. We wanted to like different aspects, different things, but we all ended up like at the same place, which is really, really nice. You know, love that. It's funny how we all like are really interested in different things too. I'm noticing that I'm like, you know, like Sazi, I didn't know you were into like sports like that too, like that you like sports. And then like Brianna, like also like your writing. Okay, also I am a big bookworm. So I get you on the whole like reading and writing, huge bookworm. Um, and then as well, Cass and Brie. Oh yeah, the fashion. I always tell people, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Sex in the City. Um, yeah, I, so I always tell people aesthetically, I am Carrie, but spiritually I am Samantha. Um, spiritually I am Samantha aesthetically. I see Carrie, but internally Samantha was the girl of that show. Um, but anyways, yeah, but it's, you know, it's really, really interesting. Like the music aspect too, which is really, really, really sick. You know, so people listening here, you have different people that you can relate to. So if you are really into one thing or another, there's a little bit of everything for you here. I think that's a good part about it is that that's how we make a good team. We all come from different backgrounds, different ways of life, different passions, different things we want to do. But we all have like one common goal, and that's representing our community and being a voice for the voiceless, because there's a lot of voices that we got to represent and want to represent. And there's so much work that needs to be done. We could be opening the doors to something that we don't even know. And I think that is the beautiful part of it is because we don't know what the future is going to lead to us, but that overall we all have the same hopes in this aspect and and goals for the magazine and everything and I would hope that whoever's listening you know can relate to that and even though we all have different journeys that there's going to be someone or some people that they can relate to as well that might have the same goal or same idea or same feelings as them and you know keeps you validated and makes you keep feeling valid and I know I've learned that from therapies you know having to be able to be validated and feel at home in a place is such a beautiful thing. And I know that our community, whoever is listening to this, I would hope that they feel the same. Yes. Love that. Love that cast. I don't want to do cops because the audio, but I'm going to give you hearts. My hands, little, <laughs> little hearts. Um, love that though. Get this. Think we have yeah. So thank you to everyone that came for our podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited so we can finally get connected like in a deeper level with our audience than we have before. Um, but yeah, I think that will be it for tonight. Catch us next time with the Daily 49er during their... Do, do you guys know what it's called? It's like that Twitter... Group. I think it's is it Daily 49 or is it the JPR? It's their Twitter space. It's hard. There you go. Yeah. There you go. My leading manager right there. <laughs> That's my bag. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, guys. But thank you for being on it. <laughs> Mentally elsewhere. But hey, okay, babes. Yeah. Sister publications, sisters, and umbrella term. There you go. So I guess that'll be it for tonight. Thank you for everyone that showed up. And we hope to hear 
from our audience whenever. Yeah. I guess any other parting words? Be sure to follow us on all our social media at Comment on Espanol. Comment on our posts. Comment on our post. I reply. I try to reply to every single one. Don't worry. I might be 24 hours late, but babes, <laughs> we busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will reply and stuff like that. So yeah, follow Look us. for our Loteria cards. Our Loteria cards are coming out soon. So that's going to be real fun. So yeah, keep in touch. Follow us. I think all of our um, apps are like Sazi said, a dig in Espanol. So yes. Thank you.